Hey, Forrest here. Nothing like getting paid. And with ICCU's mobile app, I can deposit checks or accept Zelle payments so the money hits my account fast. I just wish there was an app for mowing the rest of these lawns. Right now, Lithia Ford of Boise is buying used vehicles. How much you want for the SUV? Uh, I don't know. Well, Lithia Ford will give you more than that. How much more? More than you think. I'm not thinking anything. I'm thinking you might get even more than that. See how much more you can get at Lithia Ford of Boise. When it comes to concrete, we've got you covered. Ropaint.com offers custom concrete coating services for your garage, business, warehouse, and more. And we do it in one day. We are your complete concrete coatings solution. It's time for the Lithia Ford of Boise Post Game Show from Bronco Nation News. We're breaking down the game with highlights, interviews, analysis, and most importantly, you. Give your thoughts on the game in the YouTube chat or Facebook comments, and we'll include the best ones on the show. Check out LithiaFordBoise.com to view their full inventory of vehicles, or check them out at 8853 West Fairview in Boise. Today's broadcast is coming from the Cutwater Spirits Can Cocktail Studios. Check out one of their more than 30 flavors of pre-mixed premium cocktails at your local gas station or grocery store. Now let's head out and join BJ Rains for the Lithia Ford of Boise Post Game Show from Bronco Nation News. Hey, how we doing, Boise State fans? <laughs> We're having fun right off the bat. Let us know if you can hear us okay. This is the uh, Lithia Florida Boise <laughs> post game show. Oh, we're having fun. We got Kent Riddle. We got Brad Bedell. Kent, we weren't expecting to have you today, but you're back. I wasn't expecting to be here, uh, but the uh, yeah, tough, tough uh, volleyball tourney for the Timberline Wolves, but uh, heck of a year for them. So proud of all those girls and yeah, but didn't work out, so we're back a little early. All right, Brad, we're working. We're going to work with you. The camera's right there. Okay, we're here gonna we work. go. It's, it's gentry, so, not hey, gentry. Let's hey, go. I want to say one thing. When we start this thing on Friday, this guy goes, "Just stare at, look at me." So I look like the hunchback in Notre Dame. I'm looking at him, and it's gentry. I practiced it, All right. and All we're right. going to get into that one because he didn't finish the game. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> What was the final score? 32-7. to seven. Boise State uh, wins this one. I mean, I, I mean, I dominating, kinda, dominating. It's kind of what I thought was going to happen. I mean, I, I don't wager on games that Boise State's playing in, but like, I just felt like this was a game where the spread was four and a half. You're coming off the bye, Kent. I mean, it just seemed like this was a game where a lot cooler. And we talked, could. we talked about this this morning or yesterday. Uh, you know, they don't run the ball very well. They don't stop the run very well. I mean, the, the matchups lined up very well. Boise State runs the ball. Agreed. Wyoming doesn't stop the run. And it, and it kind of played out. I mean, they had Absolutely. 112 yards of offense for Wyoming tonight, Ken. Yeah. The quarterback, they did a great job. They hit him early, uh, pressured him, I think confused him with some coverages. He looked not very good. Uh, <laughs> I mean, good. Yeah. He, I mean, he, he just, even when the guys were open, he missed some throws. So they had him off off kilter, whether it was uh, coverages, pressure, all the above. Um, but it was it was fun to fun to watch, and I thought the the Bronco defense looked great. I mean, outside of a couple turnovers, they probably pitch a shutout. Well, four uh, quarters, right? Yeah, we talked about that yesterday. I think this defense probably put together four quarters of their best football and stopped the run. They averaged one sixty seven a game. Wyoming did. 
And then they want to come out here um, tonight, and they, they average 0. 0.7 yards rushing. 20, 27 <laughs> rushing yards. 27 rushing if yards. If you're a Wyoming football team that averages 160 throwing, 167 uh, rushing, if you're if you're going um, 27 yards rushing, it's not going to go in your favor at the yeah. end of the game. And Boise State's always the defense always been built to stop the run. So any team that comes in here and thinks they're just going to cram it down your throat without you know really doing something yeah it's not going to work different uh, something out of the ordinary that's going to be tough. Well, what and did they throw for? What did Wyoming try to throw for? And Wyoming I mean passed for uh, 85 yards and tonight. They what, were uh, let's see what the 10 for 21 for 85 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. And what, I know, Red, we, me, you, and I talked about this uh, earlier in the week, and you said uh, the big difference is going to be explosive plays for the passing attack. Yeah. And if you not, look at the first drive, Green comes out, throws a bomb, touchdown. Yep. And I'm like, okay, this game's over. Yeah, they, can't, they don't match. Athletically, they don't, don't match. Don't get me started on uh, – we'll, we'll get to we'll the get quarterback to that, yeah. usage and, and what will happen there. But uh, it was a nice start for Boise State. Oh, awesome. They come out um, – I guess it wasn't really three and out because there was a penalty involved in that. But yeah. they stop them, you know, no first downs, get a punt, drive right down, hit a big play for a touchdown, uh, big play. Great throw by Taylor, a uh, big play by Emac. I mean, it was – I thought it was – Everything you could hope for coming off of a bye. Coming off of a bye. Exactly. Exactly. They obviously had a great plan, what they wanted to do uh, to attack them. And, and, you know, I think other teams are going to look at that and say, like, hey, we got to make a decision. Are we going to put an extra guy in the box? Are we going to leave Emac one on one? And that's, I mean, that's what you're trying to create in those things. Brad, nice start for Boise State. Huh? Nice start for Boise State. Great start. I mean, if you really think about it, three and out, three and out, three and out. The only seven points that came out for this game is a muff punt. I don't even know how many times they crossed the 50 other than that. Not many. The punter did a great job changing field position yeah. tonight for Boise State. got a 68-yard punt, I believe, that pinned him down. It's uh, a couple inside the five. I mean, I thought there were – They came out as a yeah. determined team, and and we talked about this uh, yesterday. They're going one and all mindset, and they came out here and they said, we're going one and all, and they did yeah. that. Absolutely. Sorry to cut you off earlier, Ken, but uh, George Lani back, and they end up needing him because in the second half, uh, Ashton Genty went out with an undisclosed injury. We'll wait and hear from uh, Indiabolus what's going on there. But uh, 20 carries. We talked about it yesterday. Maybe five, six, seven. Let's work him back in. But 20 carries for George Lani, 75 yards. You end up only having six carries for uh, George Lani uh, or uh, for Ashton Genty, but uh, 12 right. carries for uh, Breezy Dubar as well. But. Uh, 32 carries for running backs other than Ashton Genty, and they get the win tonight. But uh, your thoughts on having George Jelani back? Obviously a big deal. Yeah, huge. I mean, George is a big-time player, and sometimes we forget that because he's battled some injuries here and there. But that guy's, I mean, as good as Ashton Genty is, those are the two best running backs probably in the conference. Yeah, hands down. And when you're without one of those guys, I mean, it, it changes things. And – you know, I, I'm guessing Ashton will be back pretty quickly. I didn't see anything too bad happen to him. I uh, didn't see much at all, to be honest with you. Yeah. But I'll tell you this. It also shows the work ethic of George to take all those carries. He hasn't played since when? First game. First game. So yep. the work ethic of him being in condition to do something like that, that is <laughs> that takes a different kid. That yeah. takes somebody that has an unbelievable work ethic 
The other thing is he picked up some great blitzes. You know, they ran a lot of cross pop same and things like that. He protected the quarterback great. So he's paying attention in oh, meetings absolutely. when he was hurt. He's the training staff got him ready and they put him on the field knowing he's in condition. And if we've got to rely on him, we're going to run with him. Yeah, we, we talked about it. I said maybe he gets five, six, seven carries, yeah. ease him into it, but 20 carries. They didn't they didn't ease him into it tonight, Kent. Well, I think that was a little bit a little bit out of necessity. Yeah. Uh and obviously uh Breezy came in there and did a did a nice job. Yeah. Uh but you know, I'm I'm guessing they didn't want to roll with him too much. <laughs> yeah, too much. I mean, at the end of the True day, freshman, I mean yeah. that's probably his most action if I if I can think about it. Twelve carries. For uh, 45 yards, and he had his first career touchdown as well. Absolutely, that's um, awesome. big so, time run. Yeah, that's special. I that, mean, yeah, it's special. I mean, that's probably the most he's probably this season the most he's run. I would think. Yeah, I would think so. Uh, yeah, and he he did a nice job from what I could tell in pass protection. Oh. Uh, like, I, he's doing a heck of a job. I mean, I don't think. I mean, you saw it on TV. Now, what's game on TV? I didn't get to go to the game, but Wyoming's third. And five plus, they go very exotic on third down. Yeah, they were still doing that. Yeah. They were out. they were uh, one for eleven on third down. No, he's talking defensively. No, the defensive oh, sorry, sorry, exotic sorry. blitz combinations. Yeah. Eight for fourteen pressures. was Boise State. Yeah. And a freshman that comes in and can pick up those combinations Absolutely. and and can see the field, know who's coming, knows who's not coming. Safety rotation. It's impressive by a freshman. I, and I, I thought Boise State's game plan was awesome Good. on third down. You know, obviously they were trying to get it to third and short, sure. which they converted a, a ton of third and shorts. Uh, Taylor pulled a couple, ran them. Uh, they hit some. They hit some quick passes. Yeah. Um, but their third down plan was awesome. Perry says the two QB system very bizarre, but we keep scoring points. Uh, what do you guys make of how they're making it work right now? They're they're calling Taylor Green the starter, but this is now three games in a row where Breezy where. Uh, Maddox Madsen has played more snaps than as a backup than the starter. That's three games in a row where they've said Talon's our starter, but Maddox, the second half, it was pretty much exclusively Maddox Madsen. Maddox Madsen goes 12 for 15, 147 yards and a touchdown. Talon Green only completes three of six passes for 69 yards, but well, he did have Green well, rushing four times for 32 yards I, and I a miscued. touchdown as well. Talon Green fumbled the ball. The, exactly. When Talon Green fumbled the ball, they put it Maddox in for – Three, I know for three straight series. Yeah. So that's I think turn the ball were, over. You know, they're they're emphasizing obviously turnovers have been an issue at this point. Yeah. And so I think they're trying to say, like, hey, you're either gonna take care of the ball or you're not gonna play. And that I wouldn't say exclusively to Talon. Uh I think that's that's something they're talking to everybody about. But they if you don't enforce it, nothing happens. I mean, I, I go back yeah. to but like two thousand. the ball over a little bit, San Diego State, and he was still running it. Well, that, I don't think they had a whole bunch of other options. <laughs> they just had the freshmen do all that. But I mean, uh, yeah. that's the tough thing about it at that at, at that position. It's glaring when you turn the ball over. Yeah. But he was. So they you ran think the, uh, the 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 uh, the fumble by by Green and then Madsen coming in. That was a result of the fumble that they stuck with Madsen there. And, well, they. I'm they so may sure. have had a plan to put him in that drive anyway. I, you know, I don't know that, but yeah. but I I do think the how long he stayed in was probably due to yeah. Hey, we're not going to tolerate turnovers because that lets other teams back in the game. Yeah, you know they they were up eight nothing. They're driving. They they get a chance to make it fifteen nothing. I mean, they might run away with this game and put it completely out of reach at the end of the first quarter. Instead, they they let him in. Uh, 
they get the ball back out to like midfield on that fumble return. It, yeah. And then the defense comes out, stops them. They fumble the punt and uh, play action score for yeah, Wyoming. That's score, the only points of the game. And that's the only points of the game. Exactly. So I, I think there's something to it. Brad, uh, Nate Staley wants to know, was it your fault or Bachmeyer's fault for all those sacks a couple years ago? Both. <laughs> Both. Hey, it's like the tweet last night. I didn't do anything before. I didn't do anything after. Well, I, I, I rambled down our record when I was the O-line coach here. Had 1,000-yard rushers, and was actually pretty successful. What else does he have? I would say this, having been a part of all that, it's everybody's fault. It's not... Yeah, it's not the O line. It's we not Florida the quarterback. State we did. Yeah. Okay. Now but, we could have picked up I mean, some the twists. Tight ends. Garrett Larson got. We we had a five call. We got we got oh. some twists there. You're gonna call Rat out like that on the air? Jesus. <laughs> the guy. That's I love him. Heads up. Yeah. It's meeting in after dark. It's a Saturday night. Right now. What if I don't turn up tomorrow, it's Garrett Larson. <laughs> <laughs> he works for the fire department. Lives in Montana. <laughs> Eric Covado, I played golf with him yesterday. Did you shoot, by the way. I was, I was terrible. <laughs> I doubt I, I that. Who's the, better I, gol- who's the better golfer between you two? Yeah, all the way. If you're a better golfer than Riddle, then, I mean, if you can break 100, I guess we're. Oh, I can break 100. Okay. <laughs> Brad's a pretty natural athlete. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, are- so the sack thing, I'm glad he brought that up. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was not. Uh, uh, I mean, it was a combination. This, it's always a combination. It's never, it's never one coach, one player, sure. one. It, it's a, it's a offensive thing. Because I'll tell you this. I mean, people probably don't even realize how many times like guys run the wrong route or they go too deep on a route or you know whatever, and yeah. all of a sudden the quarterback's holding the ball. Yeah. Well, it, you it know what? A problem. I was the line coach. I'll eat it. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll eat it. And that's, every line coach me. always says that. But it's on me. Yeah. Okay, then so it, then it's also on me to have three first team all conference Mount West yeah, players to know that. <laughs> we're, we're, what's that for Cleveland up to? You guys in the NFL, right? Yeah. He's starting. Yeah, he's doing okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 112 yards for Wyoming. What do you think of Bo- Boise State's defense has been getting a lot of criticism lately? I mean, we talked about it yesterday. There, Brad, there were fans wanting, you know, Spencer Danielson fired for how they're playing right now. Um, was this more of Boise State's defense figuring things out? Was it Wyoming's offense just not being very good? Uh, again, one for 11 on third down, uh, 1.1 average yards per rush. They just were not getting much at all offensively. What? 27 rushing yards. What did you guys make can of I, can uh, boys? I, can I interrupt? Yeah. I think it was probably the advanced was scouting. That Ron yeah. Yeah. The advanced scouting of Ron Collins. <laughs> they knew exactly what was coming uh, without sealing signals. Okay. <laughs> just want to preface that because now if you say, yeah, I, I can yeah. see where that is, but uh, I. I would guess Ron had the scouting down so much that 112 there was yards. No top, question. Top down. I mean, the yeah. secondary played great. And when the secondary plays great, you got a lot of confidence to pressure and confuse the quarterback. And they hit that quarterback now. I mean, he they pulled him. They pulled him. He didn't finish the game. And when you can pressure and confuse the quarterback and lead to quarterback hits, you're going to be in great shape. What are you looking at, Kent? I was just reading the comments. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> They're all positive right now. What are those 100 sacks we want to talk about? I just saw that Genty won't be out long. Yeah, but so, yeah, Jay Tuss, like yeah, I tweeted yeah. that Andy said Genty won't be out long. That's obviously good. But uh, what uh, 100, the final stats say 112 yards. 112 yards, Kent. I mean, 
over a course of a game, if you hold, hold a team to 112 yards, again, 85 passing yards, 27 rushing yards, and uh, one for 11 on third downs. I mean, uh, Boise State's defense just didn't give anything to the off the uh, Wyoming offense tonight. No, they rattled the quarterback early. They took away the run. And then on, on definite passing situations, they confused the hell out of uh, Peasley and then hit him. And he, he didn't recover from that. Uh, and that kid's tough. I mean, he's standing there and took some hits and oh. did all that. But, you know, when, when you're – when it becomes as a quarterback, you're more focused about that stuff, then it's really hard to do the rest of it. And they, they struggled mightily throwing the ball, which made it even harder they to run the ball. ball. They can't throw the ball, but Rick, you mentioned this, and we talked about it when we were watching this game, is when you're playing Wyoming, you got to make them one-dimensional. If you take the run away, it, it, they can't. They don't function very well. Yeah. They've never been able to throw not, the ball. They're not built to throw it They're not 50 times a game. You're not going to throw in Laramie, Wyoming in November. So they built that they build the offense where it's the power of running game. And and I'll tell you what, Genty and they ran duo run, put it on the corner, and they wore those corners yeah, out. Absolutely. They made the tack the corners tackle. Like all those they couldn't tackle. Bounce outside, like yeah. the one where Ashton hurtled the corner. It's, it's and it's all that stuff. But the, what I was gonna say, the the perimeter blocking by the tight ends and receivers no doubt. was phenomenal. I mean, they were just crushing the the uh you know, whether it's Matt Lauder, Riley Smith, uh, uh, Emac, uh, yeah, Steph, those guys were getting after the edge. So the first guy you come to is a corner. You're not going to be successful in that defense very long. Make corners tackle. Yeah, that is when you're in the run game. You're designing the run game. You make the corners tackle because the Boise State tailbacks can wear them out, and eventually corners will turn it down. So overall, I mean, was this more of Boise State's defense maybe figuring something out, or was this just playing a, a uh, offense that's very inept in Wyoming? What do you think, Ken? <laughs> well, I think Boise State's defense made them inept. I mean, right. they've been they've been good to this point, but I think the strengths Boise State's strength matched up against theirs, and they weren't able to capitalize on on uh, any weaknesses Boise State has showed to this point. Um, I don't. Like I don't think you're going to evaluate a ton how, how the pass defense off of this game, but what you can evaluate is that the players showed up, they competed their butts off, um, they played tough, you know, and and they did challenge every ball that was down the field. And there, yeah. weren't, there weren't penalties, um, you know, but I I would just say maybe not the most sophisticated passing attack we're going to face. The rest of what, next week will be a, yeah. a bigger test. We'll, of that. we'll get to that later. But, but, in the I, show, but yeah. I do think. I do think Sorry. what they really gained today was confidence. Well, I agree. But the other thing is, guys, if we're, if we're going to sit here and Boise State's defense hadn't been very good and Spencer Danielson, and yada, 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 that staff did a great job game playing versus Valley. Absolutely. So you got to give credit to that staff. Yeah. Spencer did a great job. You you know how hard is the whole yeah, offense to that third down alone? I no mean, doubt. for a team that we talked about yesterday that held the ball. I mean, they held time of possession in their for in, in the games previous. Yeah, and they, they the defense got off the field. Yeah, they got a field. I don't know how many three and outs there were tonight, but a lot. Well, well they only had seven first downs. Yeah, one of them was by penalty. Uh, so yeah, I, but a personal. I, I guess what I'm saying about the pass game, I'm not saying Boise State hadn't fixed it or didn't do a good job or any of that stuff. I'm sure. not. I'm just saying 
I don't think tonight's a great night to evaluate that based on how Wyoming tries to throw the ball. Well, let's get your thoughts on the quarterbacks. we got a lot to get to. Uh, don't go anywhere. 90-second break. We'll take some uh, quick commercial break, 90 seconds. We'll get their thoughts on the quarterbacks. The offense scoring 30 points for, what, a sixth straight game now for Absolutely. Boise? Here you go. We'll take a quick break. Time out. Bronco Nation News. BroncoNationNews.com. 90-second break. We'll talk uh, quarterbacks. we got a lot to get to here on Bronco Nation News. All Bronco Nation News broadcasts come from the Cutwater Spirits Canned Cocktail Studios. Check out one of their more than 30 flavors of premix premium cocktails at your local gas station or grocery store. Cutwater Spirits, perfect for your next game day tailgate party. Our title sponsor is RowPaint.com. For all your commercial, industrial, residential painting needs, check out RowPaint.com. Don't forget about their concrete coatings. Transform that ugly concrete slab on your back patio in your garage in just one day. Contact RowPaint.com for a free estimate today. The official paint and coatings company of Boise State Athletics and our title sponsor at Bronco Nation News is RowPaint.com. Idaho Central Credit Union has been helping members achieve financial success for more than 80 years. There's an ICCU branch on almost every corner, but the closest is in your pocket with free e-branch mobile and online banking. See why more than 500,000 members love ICCU and join one in four Idahoans by making the switch today at ICCU.com. Since 1984, Ridley's Family Markets has prided itself on being a hometown food and drug store that employed value members of the local community. Ridley's Family Markets has 13 locations in the state of Idaho and many more in the surrounding states. Download the new Ridley's app to your smartphone, get savings up to 40% off at the checkout line, and find a location near you at shopridleys.com. Former Bronco Matt Bauscher is once again the number one ranked realtor in the Treasure Valley. No home is too big or too small for Matt and his team. Let them fulfill all your real estate needs at BauscherRealEstate.com. And we're back here on uh, Bronco Nation News. We're at the James Kitchen and Bar. Come hang out. This is a perfect spot. Uh, Brad, we had fun yesterday hanging out Absolutely. here. Uh, I love it here. It's an awesome spot here at the James Appreciate everybody for uh, hanging out. You never know who you're going to see here, uh, Kent, at the James. Uh, Matt Navis pulling in. Great okay. old lineman here from yep. the uh, early 2000s. I believe I heard a rumor his daughter may have committed to Wyoming today. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh for track and field. Okay. So, oh, good for him. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. We're, we're kind of shoved in the corner here. I don't but, know if uh, that's true or you not. Got the, you got the, uh, don't report that as, like, fact. Well, I mean, we're, we're live, so it was already reported. But she's in a that's what we do here at Bronco Nation News. I'm we report rumors. Uh, but uh, the, the James Kitchen and Bar, great spot. Hope you guys come check out. We appreciate Barry for uh, having us here. And uh, we appreciate, we're always here, pregame, postgame. There's a home game. We're here at the James uh, Kitchen and Bar. What do you think of the offense today? We talked a lot about the defense making some stops, guys, but 443 yards. Uh, you know, they, they did 23 first downs. They were 8 of 14 on third down. They did have that one conversion on fourth down as well. 71 plays, and they averaged 6.2 yards per play. Uh, they mixed it, mixed, mixed and match. We'll get Went to the a quarter. Lot of games. Yeah, but overall, of games. offensively, what'd you think? Very good. I mean, no, they ran the ball very effectively. Um, they third downs is the big key right there. If, if you really look at it, if you can stay on the field and keep your defense off the field, if you keep a defensive rested, and I know everybody loves tempo offense, that's why I love huddling, is when you keep a defense off the field, 
you convert third downs, you have an efficient rushing attack, and then now it opens up the play-action pass. And I remember, I don't know, the third quarter, I think, is when Green comes in, runs his own read, touchdown. We talked about it on Friday. You're playing with 11. First play. You're playing with 11. They started the second half with uh, with Madsen, and they got down by down to the nine-yard line, whatever it was, brought in Green, first play, touchdown. Pulled it, touchdown. Pulled it, yeah. touchdown. When you're playing with 11 and you can't defend the zone read and things like that, it opens up so much. And 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 I just think that when when Green's on the field, it, it's he's he's special. Kent, you see a comment here. It says that TG is going to be gone. Uh, what do you make of uh, how they're using these two quarterbacks back and forth? Um, I, I've said it. I told you the other day. Like I, I'm not a huge fan of them kind of forcing Maddox Madsen, in my opinion, into this offense. I feel like Taylor Green's good enough that he could play the entire game and they would win a lot of these games. You guys are coaches. You know way more than me. Tell me I'm wrong. They obviously have a plan, but it just feels like they're really trying to push Maddox Matson into this offense. It worked in the second half. First half, I was wishing Taylor Green had played more. Uh, I think, again, for the third game in a row, they're saying Taylor Green is the starter, but Maddox Matson has played more snaps than Taylor Green. Uh, Kent, then, you know, then Brad, where are you yeah. guys at with the quarterback I, situation here? I mean, I wish I had a great answer for you, but they're scoring 30 points a game. So there's something to what they're doing, right? Um, w- whether you like it or not, I mean, the, the results are the results. Um, now, all that, I, I legitimately think they were trying to send a message about you have to take care of the ball. I mean, how many clips uh, have we talked – seen the coaches and I'm talking over back to Hawk talk about ball security take care of the football if we don't turn it over we will win the game if we win the turnover so I, I think at some point playing time's the message you have to send on that um yeah I, I I think that's what it is now does that mean that there's not a chance to get him back in there and get him back in there for more and yeah I mean I don't know all that stuff obviously there were some plays one guy had repped them and they were going to go with that guy on those plays. I think about the res- the reverse when Talon was under center, they subbed him in for that. It was probably because he'd worked on the ball handling with that, all that stuff. Uh, I think the, the, when they hit, sorry, when they hit George in the, uh, uh, up the seam, yeah. kind of the back shoulder throw. Yeah. I feel like that was probably a play Maddox had repped, not Talon. You know, so I think, Sometimes the specific play, they kind of have in mind which guy's going to run it. And then they they worked it back. Obviously, they, they had spent a lot of time on the self-scout, and they had uh, realized, hey, when Maddox, in, he, Maddox is in, he doesn't run the ball. Yeah. So they ran him today. Yeah. Trying to take advantage of maybe what Wyoming was thinking they would do. But also now, Fresno next week sitting there going like, well, I mean, we gotta we gotta account for him in the run game too. And I thought the first thing was like the first two, three, four drives. They they kept Talon in there a little longer than in the past couple of games. Yeah, Talon was the, the premier quarterback. They stayed with them. I think it was the fourth drive. They finally brought Maddox in, and they had to punt right away. But second half, I think Talon Green might have played two, three, four snaps. It was almost exclusively Maddox Madsen in the one second half. Almost for a touchdown. Yeah, the one play for the uh, rushing touchdown. But overall, the second half was mostly Maddox Madsen. Uh, I mean. Again, they're saying that Taylor Green's a starter. They're saying that he's the focal point of the offense, but the, the numbers are what they are. <laughs> they are what they are. But yeah. yeah. I would also say the numbers are what they are and what they do today. They won. So I think that 
What do you, you know, make of the quarterback situation, Brad? I mean, I think I mean they're winning, they're scoring thirty and all that, but I, I I'm not gonna. I'm not. I already said it. You play with eleven, and I. That's why I like Taylor Green. You play with eleven. What he brings athletically, he, is he gonna miss some throws? Yes. I, I'm with you, but to call a guy a starter and then all of a sudden now you're 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 playing more snaps with the other guy. What what's the message? Now I agree with Rid. We've done it all in the past. You can't turn the ball over. You can't turn the ball over. And and I think that but is it was a one direct fumble. Cause. It's not like it's he's turnover prone and that was his third straight game with a fumble or something. It was one fumble after well, he rushed for a first down. You gotta keep in mind, I mean, sometimes they're not just sending an, a message just to him. Yeah, no, they're sending it to everybody. everybody. Like you can't fumble the ball. Uh, which I'd be interesting, and I don't know, and I I, I wish I would have paid attention to this is who is the returner. Who fumbled the the Steph uh, Cobbs? Okay, Steph Cobbs. Who? He was in on the next one. Yes, and he made that's, a nice return. Yeah, and that's what I, that's job. what I'm wondering. I mean, but if you're going, I don't if, know how many other returners they have at this point either. Right, but if the <laughs> message is you don't turn the ball over, or, or it's going to cost you playing time, then you have to stay stay to your word. Sure, or because if you don't, just, the players see that stuff. Now, we play we action game, Brad. Play, I just, I'm I don't, telling you, play action game in 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 running the quarterback and yeah. things like that. Taylor Green brings a whole different dimension. And Maddox comes in. He made some nice plays. They, hey, he had a really nice quarterback draw that they said he was down, which was ridiculous. Yeah, he I had so. the first down by far. So let's that's officiating. But I don't know if they did they we can actually talk about it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's a first down, yeah. right? So they did some of that, but I will, I'm not, I said it on yesterday. I'll say it again. I'm not going to change my mind. When you play with 11, you bring a dimension to this offense that helps everything. That's just how I feel. I knew I liked Brad because I knew he was a big TG10 guy, which I am as well. But uh, I just, I don't know. I, well, I, I'm I just, a big TG10 guy. And, and every every time you have this discussion, it's you have to choose one or the other, and that's not what I'm doing. I, I think Maddox Matson does some really nice things and could be a really nice piece for this offense and a lot of teams. Well, but so I just feel like this season and particularly in this game, they're really trying almost too hard to get Maddox Madsen into the offense here when Taylor Green was moving him up the field, had that throw, had the yep. touchdown. Like, why do we have to push Maddox Madsen into this offense? I just don't understand it. And then I'm we not get sure and, that they would have ever time. gone nope. to him. Okay. If if Taylor doesn't fumble. I'm not sure they would have. Okay. I think I, I agree with you. I, I think that I, was, I, that I think they were giving Taylor the chance to run with it. And he fumbled, and they so said, one fumble is it. I mean, that's you're done. Well, the whole second half, Maddox Matson plays like one fumble is it. I would say this also. I mean, we don't know what else is going on in terms of checks, protection. I mean, maybe, maybe there's some of that stuff going on. I uh, I, I have no know. idea. I just think there's you know, pull the there's a up. reason why the why it came out in the first half. I don't know necessarily why he didn't play as much in the second half. That's I, a good question to ask. I don't know either. But I'll tell you what, one fumble and you, you, you the kid comes in his next plays a touchdown. I mean, who was yeah. the guy who said this? What you don't like the next the next uh, play to be a field goal yeah. or an extra point? You kidding me? Play the kid. Uh, I I would say this though. The, I guess the other um, thirty I, points though. Yeah, thirty you points. Six All straight that. games. Thirty. No, points. but what I was going to say is, you know, when we. In whatever year it was, uh, 16, I think, when we were playing Montel, Cozart. 17, 17. 17. Okay. So nobody nobody really had a problem when we brought him in on third down to run the ball. I, we talked about this yesterday, but Brad. Now it's more of a flip. 
everybody has a, a bigger problem the fact that Maddox comes in to throw the ball because that's what we all think of as a quarterback. Uh, but, I mean, I, I just – I kind of look at it the other way, like, hey, they, they feel more comfortable tailing running the ball, and that's what they want to do more of. And then when they're going to throw the ball, they, they I agree. bring him Maddox. No. And Talon's obviously shown he can be a competent passer. I think he throws the ball really well downfield, and I think he throws it really well, uh, you know, the shorter game. The the middle of the field stuff, they're obviously – they the see long enough routes, stuff. Things like yeah, that. They, that they're not – they think Maddox does that better. And that's usually what fits into the second and long, third down stuff. Now, so Montel can throw the ball of too. Now, there's yeah, there's I mean, no he doubt. He threw at Dime versus Fresno, oh, he, Fresno, and there's yeah, that's why he's still. But well, we talked about this yesterday. The, the, the difference in this situation is most of the time when you have a a change up, you know, quarterback that comes in he here, they run. He's the running back. Exactly, so the sure. running quarterback. The fact that Talon is the the starter is more. He's the running. Well, according to the coaches. The running quarterback, yeah. and he's a starter. That's a little different than it usually is. Absolutely, I would agree. And I, I think you saw them out of their self scout. I mean, they came out throwing it today, and Taylor did a nice job first drive, uh, and then running Maddox. So I, I think they're aware of that, and they're trying to beat the the scouting report on them. Uh, but I, mean, I just think it's different. And we all need to see it different. I also think at this point, both quarterbacks can run the entire offense, or what? That I think both quarterbacks can run the Absolutely. entire offense, yeah, and I, I think agree. that's a compliment, and, and it, it's exactly it's actually a positive because you can run Taylor all you want because the next one, or Max can come in, he can drop dimes, he can run the football, and you have two very competent quarterbacks. I just think one's stronger than the other. If you got a uh, at things a question or a comment, get it in now on the ICCU YouTube chat for Kent. Or Brad, we'll take your comments, your questions here on the uh, YouTube chat. If you're on Facebook or Twitter, we ask you to switch over to YouTube. We'll take your comments there. We'll get to the questions here in a second. But uh, guys, we, we, you know, Brad, we talked about this yesterday. Five games left. Mm-hmm. Got to go one and zero every week. You know, five games left. They they control their own destiny in the Mountain West race. Absolutely. Uh, one, you know, one time they're checked off. Now they got four left four to left. go. Yep. Um, was this more of uh, Wyoming? Maybe not being. Quite the team everybody thought they were. Was this Boise State playing well? How do you look at this game and and I guess the the, the bigger picture here with what's ahead? Oh, I think Boise came in tonight and and played very well, complimentary football. You know, special teams they got some things right. The muff punt, the high snap on the field on the PA or the field goal. I'm sorry, those things are easily corrected, right? But they came in and played complimentary football, went one and zero against a five and two team that went in and beat Fresno. Right, so what's next for Boise at Fresno, which is who you want to talk about shutting the doors and here we go. How'd now. you guys do against Fresno? I'm trying to think, Brad. When well, you- we lost uh, seventeen, but then we came back to be in the championship game. Yep. And then we lost the championship game. Um, Beat them there, and then they still had to come back to Boise for the title yeah, game. Yeah, we won the title game seventeen. Yeah. We lost. 18, we ran option on, from the left hash to the right hash. Yeah, and this and we end got zone. A few, uh, extra point blocked. <laughs> we got an extra point blocked. Took us. 1.7 seconds to get it off. And then we Never did... Uh, oh, that was in the snow game, right? Yeah. When they were here. Yeah. Second half snow game. Alex was a special team like coordinator then? That was me. Oh, I'll take it. I I, I yep. coached the field clean. <laughs> you got a couple all, of real no, winners, right? No, yep. That was all me. Our, our guy from Florida had never seen snow before, and he panicked. <laughs> yeah. But to, to, let's not... let's. I mean, everybody wants to hammer what's going on. Sure. Well, let, let's take it off a little bit and go, you know, the staff did a great job. It's a great win. 
Wyoming's a tough football team at five and two. They came in here and got dominated. Period. I was gonna say Wyoming looked really bad tonight, but they're not a bad football team. They looked bad because Boise State did a hell of a job against them. Right. They took away their best stuff, made them play to their weaknesses, and then capitalized on that. And uh, I thought it was a phenomenal plan, execution. Uh, I mean, like Brad said, you're, you're you're probably a couple just unlucky things happening from that being like 49 to nothing. So it's true. Yeah. I mean, you got to, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, it's still 32 to seven. It's not well, like that, it, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It, was, it was a blowout, but I mean, it could have been even worse. Yeah, like there's an embarrassing possessions. blowout. Yeah. And then, I mean, both huddle teams, right? No, so you're not going to steal a possession here and there. You're just not right. No. And, and so when you do that and you, and you, you're efficient and you're dominant on defense, this is the type. This is the game we thought we we're going to have. We're going to have a fifty. There's not going to be a fifty to something. Not game against anymore. these guys. Not against no. these guys. Really, not, 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 not with huddle teams. Yeah. Right. And then, then, who are they good? Well, we're about to find out how good Fresno was with the UNLV team. Both six and one. Yeah. They play right now. Yeah. Let's take another quick timeout. Ninety seconds here on Bronco Nation News. We'll uh, thank some more sponsors. I want to know the last four games here. Boise State's chances of uh, getting into that title game. Uh, get your comments and your questions in here on the uh, ICC YouTube chat. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in 90 seconds here on Bronco Nation News. Post-game show. Boise State wins this one. Final score, 32-7. to Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Bronco Nation News. Bronco Nation News is sponsored by Tommy Alquist and Ball Ventures Alquist, Idaho's premier commercial real estate development company. BVA projects specialize in office, retail, flex, medical, and industrial spaces located at some of the most strategic and visible locations in the Valley. Need a developer? Looking for new space? Think BVA. At BVA, we are Idaho's developer. The Nicolaysen family and SON management have proudly been operating Taco Bell restaurants in and around the Treasure Valley since 1969. One of the first to make a seven-figure donation to the Lyle Smith Society. They've also stepped up their support of Boise State Athletics with the Taco Bell Men's and Women's Basketball Endowed Scholarships. The Nicolaysen family and SON management have committed at least $310,000 by 2026. Get more information on their financial support at Boise State Athletics and find information on applying to work at Taco Bell at TacoBellWorks.com. Lithia Ford of Boise is a proud supporter of Boise State Athletics and the official car and truck of the Broncos. Lithia Ford of Boise supports Bronco student-athletes through NIL deals, including providing Ford vehicles to Taylor Green and Riley Smith from the football team and Paige Barsh from the volleyball team. Rain's family purchased RF-150 from Lithia Ford. Couldn't be happier with the purchase. Check out the all-electric F-150 Lightning or the electric Mustang Mach-E at Lithia Ford and make sure to check out their full inventory of vehicles at LithiaFordBoise.com. The Blue and Orange Store is the perfect spot to get all your gear for your next Bronco game. The Blue and Orange Store has official Nike apparel, including jerseys, shirts, sweatshirts, jackets, hats, and more. Wear what the Broncos wear and get it at the Blue and Orange Store, the second floor of the Boise Town Square Mall, or get free shipping on a $40 order online at TheBlueAndOrangeStore.com. All right, we're back here on the Lithia Ford at Boise post-game show. We got Kent Riddle here. Kent, you were not expected to be here, but which is a, a bad news, right? Bad news. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I got a chance to be at my daughter's state tournament. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't last as long as we had hoped they would go, but still here. How about my Jayhawks, by the way? The Jayhawks were we got freaking a couple, awesome. We got a couple comments on here. Uh yeah, we are well, having, how about, how we're about, drinking, we're having a good time. Rock talk, baby. Let's How go. about the uh, Jayhawks? So turnover. Uh, let let them back up front. Unbelievable get the ball back on the and drive right back. Uh, and I I actually 
Yeah, on the drive back, I took this picture and okay. saved it for you. Okay. Uh, they had the they, they were, it was fourteen fourteen. We were up fourteen nothing. Then you had the uh, horrible fumble. It was raining. I know on the kick return, but yeah. The last, what do you got? All right. the last play. Okay. That is it. You see the circle of death yes. spinning. Yes. Uh yes. Yeah. Yes. That I had to wait like 10 minutes till we got back in service to find out what happened. <laughs> Literally on the on the on the last play. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, we we were coming over the mountain somewhere. You know what? And, I, uh, I was working. I mean, you know what? Rock chalk. Let's go. I was so pumped no, about look, that game. Look, look at what happened as we're driving back. It stopped right there in the middle of the Hail Mary. <laughs> I had no idea what it happened. It wasn't a Hail Mary. They were on the 20 well, yard line. It was good, but defense, they threw it up but... into a crowd. I mean, I, I told, to me, that's a Hail Mary. When you throw it into so, a crowd, oh my gosh, I was, was so yeah, was excited. Yeah. Oh my gosh, there we go. We got, we got, we got folks here that are hanging out. <laughs> Appreciate you guys for checking us out. But, uh, you know what? Like, Sunshine's we all thoughts. have an alma mater. I mean, you guys have coached in multiple places. Maybe it's a little different, but for somebody like myself, uh, the best Kansas team I've seen. Since uh, Todd Reesing, uh, Orange yeah. Bowl, Orange yeah, Bowl. the Orange Bowl year. What year was that? Come on. Oh, uh, oh eight, oh seven, oh seven was the Orange Bowl, yeah. and then yeah, yeah. Already, they, folks they are already saying. Really uh, let's see. BJ is going to change it to Jayhawk Nation News. No, we're not going there yet. We're not going there yet. <laughs> Next not year. quite. Not Next quite. year. <laughs> like I said, the sun shines on the dogs. Hey, we're six to two now. Circa Sports, Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas. I got the over six and a half. I need one more win. One more win. I'm oh, gonna my bet. Oh, gonna hit. Oh, we yeah. got Cincinnati left. We got Texas Baylor? Tech. Uh, no, we already played Baylor. No, I don't K State. Uh, K, K State, State at home. Uh, at home. You, yeah, you they're coming yeah. to Lawrence, baby. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. You should go to that game. Let's go. go to that game. I want to go. I want to save it for the bowl game. We went to the Liberty Bowl last year. That's a bad matchup. You I'm not go. gonna lie, the Liberty Bowl, boy, uh, Kansas, Arkansas last year yeah. went triple overtime. I may or may not have left early and turned around and come back into the stadium after they uh, got the onside uh, kick. And so that's your alma mater, huh? In all seriousness, so Lance <laughs> stuck it through. Lance Leipold, uh, yes, Buffalo. He, he's doing no Wisconsin White Whitewater. Was white, yeah. Whitewater. Yeah. yeah, don't he was only at Buffalo for a couple years, yeah. but uh, he's doing. Basically, Bill Snyder things at Kansas. Yeah, is that he's, fair to say? That's, he's doing a great job. They've had they're one of only like three or four schools in the last two years to have college game day on ESPN and big noon kickoff on Fox. Like they're getting a lot of attention. Guys, an I, unbelievable coach. It's not bad for a basketball school. There was three or four <laughs> times today where I was literally ready, <laughs> Brad, and you laugh, but I was like, there was three or four times where I was like, all right, we're that was it. We had our chance. We're done. I walk. I wanted to walk out and. It is a great feeling. Yeah. To oh, be, he, uh, I, great I'm win. dead serious. Like top, they were number six, man. Like phenomenal, to be like phenomenal blood, sweat, coaching tears. Job. Like I paid a hundred yeah. grand. Like whatever. Like that is my own. Like it's one thing to say. Grand. You got cheap. Whatever. I don't know. A year. A year. I don't know. I'm just my, my grandma paid for it. I don't know. Hey. I'm just saying. Like, is that promotion? <laughs> Join my grandma. Grand my, my grandma, the Oklahoma oil wells. Love Elma uh, Bean. Like my grandma, like I don't know, how, but I'm just saying. Like, I think Lithia Ford. Yes, <laughs> says the girl who went to the most expensive public university in the world. <laughs> you actually paid a hundred grand to get an education from Kansas. <laughs> At least my shit my was free. <laughs> guys, like I don't pay these guys, so I can't <laughs> kick them off or say anything negative. But I would, I'd be happy to. You, but can, like, you can kick us off. They're nice well, enough you to could, do it. Like I get it. I, I, I get it. Um, We're just. But I, you fun. know what? Like, hey, I, 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 hold on. Some it's of a that. great. It is a that's great. A, he's the coach of the year. 
right I, now, I in agree. my opinion, they, they want to put Dion. I went to Colorado. You want to put Dion for that, for what he has done for Kansas football and what the facility changes they're having now, the money he's raising, and it's not laid off a of basketball and that's another shot, but for what he's done, I think that guy well, his is sustainable, one of the best right? job. Yeah. His is sustainable, the way he's doing it. I mean, he's not getting seven no. you know, five-star transfers no. In to, to change things, he's doing, he's building it. And essentially, it that, that was the downfall of Mangino. He thought when he won the Orange Bowl, he can go get these five star kids. He knows what he's doing. The problem is, is now Kansas is going to be see how really dedicated they are to keep them because now you're going to have to pay them because people are going yeah. to become calling. All right, so four games left for Boise State here on the schedule. I I, I would love to talk. I, I know. I, yeah, I know. No, I we need right got four games. I would we need gladly, to get back on track. gladly talk Kansas football. And we can, I just like to talk When we football. end the show here, I will buy you guys a drink, and we'll talk Kansas football for the next hour. I would love to talk Kansas football, but these people don't care. Yeah. Four sure. games left. Sure. Fresno State next week on the road. You got Air Force coming at home. Those are two of the obviously very tough games. You have at Utah State. You have New Mexico at home. I mean, again, Last week, it was kind of a little lip service, whatever. Like, hey, we got five games left. We control our own destiny. Like, one, check one off the box. You exactly. got four left. Like, yep. what What do you guys think about big picture here? Boise State, they're back to four and four on the season. They're three and one in conference play. Like, can, are we, can we, like, actually talk about a team that has a chance in the conference here? Or are we still, you know, fooling Hell ourselves? Yeah. What do you guys think? Hell yeah, they get a chance. I mean, they control their own destiny. And you know, I know the guys in that building, players, coaches, staff, everybody. Uh, absolutely, they got a chance. I mean, they're going to fight like crazy. And it honestly, it didn't matter if they have a chance or not. They're going to fight like crazy. But there's no reason to think that maybe Air Force, but it's here. I mean, that, that might be the only game they're not favored in. Twenty-three to thirteen, going to the fourth quarter at Colorado State Air Force up ten. I bet you next yeah, week's a pick'em type game. I mean, one or two points. Right. Right. I would one think way or the other. The only reason I think Fresno is favored at two and a half is because when you're at home, <laughs> that's a three-point swing. Yeah, I mean that for betters, it's a three-point swing. We've won a lot of games at Fresno. I, I don't know if anybody else can say that, but Boise State has won a lot of games, and we've talked about that. And I don't. There's, there's two places in this conference, right, when it yeah. comes to crowds. Okay. It's Boise State's one, Fresno's Walking two. Walking down that tunnel with the fans yeah. right there. And it's a, the walk is so long. It but, sucks. But, man, the, I, think that, <laughs> I think that fires our players up. I think, yeah. they, I think they get excited about rivalry. that. It's a rivalry. Let's go. I think some other teams might, might uh, cower to that a little bit. I don't think – I think that's a great thing for Boise State. It's apparently snowing, by the way, in, uh, in, in Fort Collins right now. It's a, it's a blizzard. Well, that's good for you. Got that's Air good Force, for Air Force. You got that's Colorado good for State. Yeah, good for Air Force. That, that that game. I mean, they're they're what? They're an hour and fifteen minutes down the road, right? It's not very far. No, okay. you got Tell us about Fresno. Fresno though, and going down that, walking down that tunnel. Oh yeah, people are yelling at you. I I remember when we beat them in two thousand one, walking off the field, and we've won, and people are like jumping out in front of you, yelling, "You're dog meat." And I'm like, two thousand one, we won. The, the big game in 2001. Yeah. Wow. I was like, we won. Yeah. That's, that's, thank you. I, I don't know. Thank awesome. you. But the way they have the locker room, you got to, it's not attached. You got to walk yeah. around. Oh, no, you got to walk down the big yeah. tunnel. Brad, your thoughts on uh, playing in Fresno? It, it's, you know what? It's a really fun game to play in. I agree. The tradition of it, where Boise State turned the projection of the program um, with Winston Venables diving over and just demolishing Carr 
if yep. you're with with Coach Hawk, that changed the the really trajectory of both programs, right? Yeah. So fast forward, it's a big rivalry. Fresno is a great place to play. They'll pack that place. Tedford does a good job. This staff will do a great job. That that's a game right there. I would agree. Red pick them, or I think Boise comes in at two and a half as a dog. Yeah, I, I think it it's going to be it, whatever it is. It's going to be a it's a, a good toss game. up type toss game. game, toss up game. But it, so that's an all around offense yeah. that they're facing. And, and I, but I do think that game, the by only. the way, doesn't start for another forty five minutes. It is uh, Fresno State tonight is uh, home against UNLV, who UNLV has been the surprise team in the conference. Yep. To this point, but that game is I, at, I agree. is at Fresno, and I think it was a uh, eight or nine, a nine and a half point spread Who is tonight. UNLV so. beat in the conference. They are three and zero in the Mountain West Conference. They have beaten Hawaii, Nevada, and Colorado State. <laughs> by the way, somebody. By the way, somebody. Either New Mexico, New Mexico, or Nevada. One of the two is going to be two and two in conference play. They play tonight. They're both really? one and two in conference play, and they play tonight. So you're going to have either 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 Nevada or New Mexico is going to be two and two in conference play tonight. By the end of tonight, and you got everything. If you look at the, the next four games, you got Fresno, which is a, really a lot like Boise's offense: shift, motion, run the ball, play action, move the quarterback, and then well, you it all starts. It all started the same at Oregon. Good point. You know, between Tedford Ted and Dirk, Dirk. where yep. the offense coordinators at Oregon way back, and then they kind of branched off. But that's you, Utah That's State. Why. I mean, there's no. even the same terminology. Yeah, and if you look at the next four, Utah State is a game at Utah State. It's yep. the coldest I've ever been in my life. Yep. I actually got ripped on the headphones for saying I was cold. <laughs> By who? Do you remember that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please, please. Before we move so, on, tell yeah. us the story here. Uh, and I'm, uh, you know, I, I love Coach Horst. So we're beating them by 30, right? What fourth, year was this? Fourth quarter. 18? 18, 18, I think. When we, they were... It's the it's one we tried to throw Ezra Cleve in the double pass. Oh, yeah, just, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So we're beating them by 30. It's a night game. And I literally turn, and I think John Molshon is sitting next to me. And he goes, Coach, you okay? I go, this is the coldest we've ever been in my life. <laughs> Coach Harris goes, shut up, Bedell. <laughs> but I'm but like, we're up by 30. But that was the first game we had the heated benches. Oh, because yeah. we didn't have them at BYU earlier in the year, okay. and, and it kind of hurt us. <laughs> that was eighteen. When, when I say kind of hurt us, I mean like guys are over there like uh, we dropped like ten balls. Was that the year CT Thomas post game said something about we were too worried about the temperature yes. and not the, I, the game? I, I, and, well, I don't know, but yeah. probably Is that, that was BYU, right? Yeah, yeah. It was. I mean, it was rainy, cold. Oh, Utah like, guys was... are over there like just doing anything they can to try and be warm, and. uh um, but I will tell you that one thing about uh, to go to dovetail on that Utah State game. Yeah, I could be wrong. You can check this. I think Utah State's got one of the top twenty offenses in the country, yardage wise, and they throw the ball all over the lot. And is and going to the Logans, no, no guarantee there either. I don't think anything's guaranteed. Yeah, I mean, I, going on the road in conference play. I'm laying my money on the Broncos. Oh, I think the Broncos. Whatever, whatever it is, I, I, we don't lose to Utah State. We'll be good. People are saying that 2018 game in Provo was brutal. It was, uh, yeah, Pro I mean, game, pouring rain yeah. in warm-ups. That was, that was the three. The pouring rain. rain like, I was talking about. With we that, lost I thought by it three. Was, I thought it was 2019. No, we lost, we lost no. by three, right? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was the, 2019. That was the only. Uh, the end of the first half, we missed the extra point. We missed the field goal. goal. We missed the field goal. Only one sacks ever missed in seven. Was, but the one exactly. time where Chase Gord came in and played that game? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, and we dropped a bunch of balls because it, it was cold. But that was the only loss of the year. I 18. thought that was 2019. No, 18. no, 18. So what was the loss in 19? You guys went 12 and one. Are you sure? What are you sure? No, that? I'm not sure. Okay. <laughs> no, it was probably 19. You're right. It, it was probably you guys 19. lost. You were yeah. 12 no, and no, one no. going into the because we would have final made, game. Uh, we would have made that the was the game. Bowl you lost by that. three yeah. to be. No, you're right. It was 19. And it was raining. It was a horrible night. And then there was some weird play where like it was a fourth down and BYU like tried to have yeah. a DB push the ball yeah. across. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it was 19. Okay. Yep. Yeah. We should have won. I usually know what I'm talking about, folks, but once in a while I can. Yeah, they got us on a few trick plays. Trick plays. Yep, yep, yeah. They but got they, they stolen from us. Was the worst part of it. Yep. Oh they yeah, they stole they our stole trick plays, plays and ran us. them against us. Which one? They worked. Oh, they did just some sort of half. What did they well, do? Well, they did the uh, fake quarterback sneak, fumble, hit the tight end wide open in the middle Which of the field. Which we beat Kansas on at Colorado, by the way. True story. That's actually a fact. All right. Cut it. Yeah. Cut it. Shows true story. Over. That's actually true story. against it's Hawaii true here too. Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, that's a true story. Uh, but yeah, but they ran it against us, and then they also ran the uh, reverse pass Real to the Baylor, Ro- Baylor Romney played like an all star that night. Yes, he did. Said. Yep. Yep. Yeah. God. Beat us. I love, our, somebody I love, said. Somebody said. Beat us on our own play. Yeah. Yeah. I. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, I love. Uh, I love making sure I get to remember all these times where it's like you got to be kidding me. Yeah. It's not really what I was thinking. But. All right, but but to, to kind of sum this up, we talked about it, Brad, yesterday. Like, I know, and you got you got the bye week. You got five games left. You're saying like, hey, we got a chance. We can win our five games. Like to get the first one, check it off. Like, what what's kind of the mindset right now for this team and this coaching staff? Like, really nice win tonight. You got to go on the road. Tough game, but like, are you starting to believe a little bit? Like, yeah, we could. Like, oh. yeah, four and four. It's not great, but we can still do this. I think they came out tonight like they believe. I mean, what, like we talked about yesterday, you close close the doors, you become a family, and and you come one and zero, and that's I don't the think mindset. Those guys ever stop believing. I mean, well, I don't think they stop believing. I know, I know but, that. No, I I know what you're saying, but I mean, I'm trying to say this for everybody else. Like everybody else hears the noise, and I'm not saying they're not aware of it, but they're not listening to it. And they believe in each other. They believe in their process. They believe in what they're doing. And I think tonight was a result of that. That's it. One and zero. They need yeah. the next one is uh, Fresno at Fresno, back good road test, but one and zero. If that's and Andy said it, and you mentioned this yesterday, when Andy said we're coming in one and zero, that's our mindset. Well, then one and zero. They went one and zero tonight in a dominating fashion. Next is Fresno. You, you learn from this game, the mistakes they made, and you know what? Come tomorrow at, at probably around three o'clock, it's Fresno. Yep. Put this game to bed and go on to Fresno. So is this? And they some, probably got a little advanced prep on that last week. Certainly, you know, guys like Ron and yeah, yeah. Uh, some of their analysts. I hope and Ron stuff. Collins is working pretty hard. Yeah, I bet he was. That's, I, that's their job. Yeah, it's those guys job. are always working. A their week job. Ahead. They're working ahead. So, but for them to be able to work a week ahead without there's no doubt a whole bunch of other stuff. I, I bet they're they're pretty far ahead on that. So game. I guess they said uh, they, they're hoping it's a short term thing with Ashton, but just to get George back. Regardless of Ashton, I mean, George ended up having 19 carries or whatever it was tonight. Like we saw it last year at the end of the season with with the three headed monster of you know Genty, Halani, and Green. But uh, what what do you guys think tonight of Genty getting back in there? And I mean, I know it's one guy, but how big of a difference down the stretch can a healthy George Halani make? Can <laughs> yeah, I mean a thousand percent. I mean, if they can get both guys going, then it's you're never worried about having a tired guy out there. <laughs> Uh, 
But yeah, hopefully Ashton. I, I mean, that guy's like uh, a combination of the bionic, bionic man and Gumby. So I'm guessing he'll be fine. I don't think it'll be a big deal. Uh, it's probably something more precautionary than anything. But having George, I mean, again, in my opinion, you're talking about the two best running backs in the conference on the same team. I mean, why why would that ever be a bad thing? There was a question, Ken, here. Uh, Jeff says, uh, please ask Rid if he feels like this win is due to the better separation by the wide receivers. You're talking about the wide receivers getting some separation. Why you I know laugh? exactly who sent that in. I, I want to know. I want to know. Uh, that would be Jeff Edwards, it former is. Boise State punter. All right. Uh, let's, yeah. let's check on that. Yeah, Jeff Edwards. Yeah, there he yeah. is. Uh, but um, – <laughs> I would like somebody – that was a big talk early in the season. It was. Like the uh, separation the receivers were getting. I'd like to know what somebody defines as separation. Okay. And then explain it to me when they're playing zone coverage. How our receivers were getting no separation. Okay. It's automatic. Because in zone coverage <laughs> – It's automatic. You're just looking for holes. Nobody's covering you. It's zone. So when all that talk was going on about, like, hey, our, our receivers get no separation, I want to know what that means because – I've coached football a long time, and i that's almost a ridiculous comment, in my yeah, opinion. It's not good. Unless you're getting 100% man coverage. And even still, the ball throws you open. I mean, look at guys in the NFL. Like, you're not going to beat a guy by seven yards unless something went wrong. So I don't, nobody's looking for that. What are you looking at? You're looking at the stats over there, Brad Bidell. What, what, really, what are you looking at? You know what's intriguing is we're used to Gen T. You're welcome. Going for you just called him Gentry. Yeah, I, I said Gentry. It. It's on me. I got a, I got a late night text last night. Hey, I'll, 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 you got to be coachable. Um, we're used to a tail, we're, but we're used to a tailback in Gentry going for 134, 150 yards, right? Okay, yeah. But if you really look at this, George went for 79, but you rushed for 236. Impressive. Your That's leading him. tailback went for. 76? 79. And you went for two two over two, 200. 234. That's impressive. That okay. that right there. Coachable. And the other one is we gotta look at net yards, not not well, yeah, not it doesn't, game. yeah, but it, it but 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 hold on. Now I want I'm glad you said <laughs> I'm just that. Picky on you. How good then, the yeah, how good the offensive line was is no negative plays really. They only had three Steph, negative plays. Steph on a reverse, yeah. uh Caden Dudley on a fly sweep, and you know, George lost four care or four yards total. There's yeah. no doubt. We talked about this yesterday, Brad. Explosive like, plays. The, the Wyoming's not great against stopping the run, and Boise State took advantage of that run yep. in the football tonight. And then they had a few explosives in the pass game. And isn't that kind of the – I mean, we talked about that this. It should be the – yeah. I mean, you go look back last year, I know Dirk ran a different you know style, but – Not really, the, though. Not really. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, if you win the, win the running game and you hit explosive plays, it doesn't matter what – I mean, it doesn't matter if you're a run-and-shoot team or uh, Air Force, but if you if you hit, if you you hit win the running game and then hit explosive plays, you're going to win the game, as long as you don't have turnovers. And with a third-down conversion, which Boise State was very yeah. good tonight. Yeah. And then uh, Boise had two sacks and Wyoming had zero. That's another big one. And they hit that quarterback. Oh, so pounded him. Oh, yeah. man. A lot yeah. of love for uh, Prince Strawn tonight, getting his first career touchdown. Oh, I knew Kent. that was awesome. coming up. Yeah. Uh, Alex Guerrero's on there somewhere, right? Yeah, he is. Prince Strawn party. Everybody's <laughs> excited. Uh, yeah. it's well, been hey, they worked him in, and they found found a way to use his skills, and I'm sure that was something they've repped over and over for the last couple weeks. Uh, 
you know, as a backline throw, you're always going to use your taller, bigger receivers for that stuff. I mean, Austin Pettis lived on that. Uh, that that's kind of the role they're going to. But they found something that he had gotten reps at, he was good at, and they they figured out a way to get him in there and and get him the ball. And he, you know, to his credit, when the time came, he made the play, and that was not an easy throw or catch. I mean, that was tight coverage down there. And if he'll continue to do that, they'll find more ways and more ways and more ways, but you'll see a ton of that stuff. And I'm trying to remember which touchdown that was. They, they were already up at that point, right? Yeah, I that think was, it was uh, – here. So they, the so they were up uh, – yeah, yeah. They, that was uh, – they were up 22-7. to 7. He scored with a minute and 44 seconds left in the third, third quarter. Right? Yep. That made yep. him uh, 29-7 to 7 at that point. The six-yard touchdown pass from Maddox Madsen, but uh, – Brad, your thoughts on uh it's you know it's it's just it's just an, it's impressive that and I was also looking because <laughs> when we when we talked about yesterday we'll take, I'm trying to get recruiting scoop. We'll take commercial break here no, if we need to. No, we, can, no. we also talked about and not I don't want to change the subject, but explosive plays, right? And that was yeah. gonna be the difference in this game. Yeah. I mean you, you gotta look at the long of the wide receivers. I mean 49, 17, 11, 12, that's Boise. You got 13, 19, and 14. I mean, those are explosive plays, and Wyoming stopped throwing the ball late in the fourth, and they almost said, you know what? Okay, we're going to move on. I mean, they were 30-17, and they again, hit the ball. Was this Wyoming, again, was this Wyoming Kent coming in as a overhyped, you know, over-whatever team, or was this Boise State really taking a step forward defensively? Yeah, I think it was Boise State taking a step forward defensively, without question. I mean, they, they made them uh, – inefficient in everything they tried to do. Uh, and Wyoming had not been that way up to this point. So I think that's a, a confidence builder. Now, next week's offense is going to look different. They're going to have to go back and figure out, like, hey, what's our game plan against all this stuff? And it's going to look different. Uh, but to me, I'm building confidence from this. I'm pumping those guys up like crazy. At the end of the day, when they did have to go one-on-one, -on -one, they won those battles. And that's going to be a big part of what they do. Red, the other thing is I want to say is, is don't you think Boise came out and you can really see who won the bye week? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that's another one. What do, you mean by, what do you mean by that? Well, when I say that is when you want to win the bye week is you want to kind of dive into what you were not efficient at, right? I think, and we mentioned this, uh, Rid, I know you mentioned it and said, go into the bye week, Boise State's going to tackle. I don't know if they did that. I, I wasn't at practice, but it sure looked like they, they tackled right? Yeah. better, right? They tackled better. They won the bye and they worked on some things. And they're gonna they Wyoming, eliminated stuff they weren't good exactly. at. And uh, now Wyoming's gonna get they got a turnover a game. They got two tonight. They'll fix that. But the, I think Boise State and the staff and the players were intentional about the bye week. And they rested, you know, Genty got hurt. I get all that, and he'll be fine. But I think that they, they won the bye week, had a plan, and they won the bye, and Wyoming looks like they just didn't win the bye week. Yeah. And Boise State got healthy. Uh, you know, having a full complement of guys today, I think, was O-line. 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 George back. back. You know, obviously, Ashton went in there that long. Uh, I didn't see Dimitri out there, he, he so was he might have been the one guy. It wasn't he was that, he was but, out, but yeah. everybody else. But Jaden Virgin stepped up. I mean, yeah. That dude made plays. So he did. Yeah, it was, it was fun to watch. Okay, so four games left. We kind of wrap this up here. Get your final thoughts. Um, again, I you know, 
folks are saying, you know, it, it's Wyoming. It is what it is. Maybe Wyoming wasn't quite the, I'm not going to say they're a paper tiger, but not quite the team that folks thought they were. But in general, you win this game, you move forward, you got to go on the road to Wyoming. We'll see how they do against uh, UNLV here coming up. Um, but I guess, you, you know, Brad, we talked about it yesterday. Five games, it's tough, whatever. But now you, you check one off, as I said earlier, now you got four left. Um, again, it wasn't perfect tonight, but did you guys yeah. see some signs tonight that, that maybe encourages encourages your thoughts a little bit here, Brad, you know, Brad and Ken, about the final stretch here? Yeah, I mean, I think they came out tonight and they did what they took away what Wyoming does best. They ran right. Wyoming runs a football. Boise took it away, right? They can't throw the ball. We know that. Now I said yesterday, I said the next five games is their toughest stretch in conference. They went one and oh, right now. I mean, every week, am I ready to throw a parade? No, I mean, they got to come out and they got to win next week. They got to win the next week, but it's a one and oh, and they have things to work on. I'm not, I'm not saying that this is a team that's going to go in and win the championship right now. But, but they're still alive to do that. Exactly. Yeah. That's but the point. Might. But that's the point. <laughs> yeah. That's the point. If you if yeah. you don't if you went 0 and one tonight, they're out. Yeah. But they did. Yep. They went one and zero. Yep. Next week is a new week. Different opponent. Next week seems like the week for me. Like at Fresno. Like if you're able to go to Fresno and get a win, all of a sudden, like I think fans, whatever, like okay, this is real. Like, you're a lot more yeah. comfortable if they win next week with one Air Force opinion, coming to town. They're if they win next week, they're they're the favorite to be in the Mountain West Championship with Air Force. Really? Ooh. Because then you Red, come on now. Air Force is going to come in, Air, Air Force, at that Air point, Force yeah. is going to walk into Albert Stadium undefeated. Yeah, I'm undefeated. saying I'm saying to get in the game. Oh, well you got to be Air Force. I don't think so. Everybody will have two. If Fresno State if they beat Fresno State, Fresno State will have two losses, they'll still have one, yeah. It would be the head to head. Right, but the winner out of the Fre but the winner of the UNLV Fresno State game is 7 and 1. UNLV's going to lose along the way. But that's what I'm saying. You can't, you can't say that yet because He's got, well, I'm going to lay my money out. No, I'm going to put my money. If they win next week, I'm putting money on it. They're in the championship game. Okay. That's, so, a, that's yeah, the game. I agree. Wow. Next week. Because you have game. New Mexico after that and then at Utah State before the Air Force game. And if it comes down to it and they need to beat Air Force, they'll beat Air Force. You think so? so? Oh, at home. At home. Yeah. Home's a big Senior day. Really? Home's all a big that Afternoon, yep. Black Friday afternoon game, I yep. think. Now they're, they're going to need a put crowd. Put your shopping now. bags down and yeah. show but up. Brad, Boise, put the shopping bags down because you, with an Air Force team coming to this town, you need that place sold out loud. But first, with Fresno next week, you, you feel like that's a big game next week. Obviously, huge game. it's only it's a huge game for just the rivalry, in my opinion. I mean, this is a game that 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 is that has been built on tradition. I mean, between the farmers and everything, this is a game. Ask Jeff Pittman. This milk is a jug, game. right? What is it? What is it? Kent, what's the, the trophy? Yeah. 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 yeah, you should probably get an interview with Pitt. Ask <laughs> him about the milk jug. Why, why is he such the? Because he's a dairy farmer. <laughs> he, yeah. Although he never was a dairy farmer. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. But uh, yeah, next week's a big game. Now the other we're talking about next week, and I get all that. They could win this one. But you can't stumble the next two. Right. Yeah, you still got to show up and and play your best against yeah. Utah State, New Mexico, but. I think and we I'm, all yeah. feel good like that. They'll win those. Games. Okay. And any final, and we'll give you, you each get your 20 seconds. Final thoughts. Boise State wins this one. What was the final score tonight? It was uh, 32 to 32 7. 7. They're uh, four and four on the season. Now three and one in conference play. Four games to go. Uh, your final thoughts tonight, Brad? Dominating fashion. Um, they went one and oh, and that's the mantra right now. And you, you got to give this staff a lot of credit. They, they won the bye. Thank you. They won the bye, and they came in 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 
and took care of business. And not only took care of business, the defense kicked the shit out of them. Dominating. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fact. Uh, I, I thought they won in dominating fashion today against a good team. Um, and they made them look not good. And that's what you want to do. Uh, so build on that, gain confidence, move forward. You know, I think they're, it shows that the process is working. So I, I expect them to continue on this trajectory and keep kicking ass and getting after it. Again, it'll be next week, a late game, by the way. It's an 8 p.m. Mountain Time start next week in Fresno. So get your coffee. Is it really? Your Bronco, uh, oh. your Bronco Brew Coffee. Stay up late. 8 p.m. It's a, a late start, 7 o'clock out in Fresno uh, next week. Uh, Boise State at Fresno State. Four games to go. They're in the mix here. We'll see what happens. We appreciate you guys for checking us out. Thank you for uh, watching the postgame show here at Bronco Nation News. And again, Boise State wins this one 32-7. Was that the final? Yep. And uh, we'll talk to you guys later. We appreciate you checking us out. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe to the site. I'll uh, hurry home and write my my uh, post-game analysis, my story as well. What do you got? What, what are you looking at here? What are you looking at? Come on. 234 yards rushing. Rushing is still That's impressive. All That's, all it, That's, That's all Brad. He's an old coach. He looks at rushing and sacks. That's it. That's yeah, all you got to I already got hammered in a question about sacks. Yeah. And but then rushing. All? Nobody wants to talk about that shit in this in this conference, <laughs> or in this in, the, in this this fantastic tradition of thousand yard running backs. Oh, by the way, George went two thousand back to back thousand yard rushers yep. too. Yep, they've got the best rushing duo in this conference, and I will argue it's top five in the country. Wow. Well, we got yep. a lot of great comments. Thanks a bunch, Coach Riddles and Bedell. Everybody loves you guys. Appreciate you guys for uh, your thoughts as well. Thank you for watching. We appreciate it. We'll uh, have full story online. Make sure you subscribe to the social media channels as well. Boise State, can we say they're back in the conference race, or is that too early, Kent? I would say they were never yeah, out they were okay. All right. So, yes. They're 3-1. and one. They're 3-1 and one in the conference race. They're hanging around. Boise State. They're not hanging around. They're in second place in the conference. <laughs> All right. They're going to Fresno. Not one. Big game next week. Kent. Mike Sanford will be back in two weeks. We're not sure if uh, Brad's going to be here. He's going to see no. uh, Ezra Cleveland. As of right now, I'm going to go see Ezra Cleveland play. Well, Mike and I will hold it down. All right. Two weeks from now, Mike Sanford's going to be here. We're hoping he'll to have a good time with, with his, that. Uh, hard 75 or whatever yes, it is. He's, so today, uh, I think tomorrow is the last day, actually. So he's uh, <laughs> he's looking forward to being back. With What's appreciate that you guys. Go check out BroncoNationNews.com. Have a great rest of your night. Thank you guys for the comments, thoughts, everything. And uh, Boise State, again, they win it. Congrats. Appreciate you guys. Rock Talk Jayhawk as well. I'll throw that in there. But uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Bronco Nation News. Bronco Nation News. Uh, dot com.